clock has started. And welcome to That Pixel Life. This is episode 158, recording on September 12, 2021. My name is Zach Anderson, and this week we are discussing all the goodness that was in the PlayStation Showcase. Uh, an epic win against Apple. Hmm. And some what if, of course, as long as as well as that new Matrix trailer that uh, my cohorts are very hyped for. Me, not so much. Um, but to do. All of that I have with me, as always, Mr. Shannon Yay Sports. More. Did the teams get all the points? Did everybody get their orange slices? What What I think is what I think is hilarious is like you're coming at me with this attitude, and like, bro, you <laughs> own like multiple Niner jerseys. Like, what are we talking about here? Like, yeah, I've fallen off pretty hard on the football scene uh, over the past couple years, even on hockey. I mean. I went in with you a couple seasons for season mm-hmm. tickets. Um, and since my son has been born, I cannot tell you the last time I got to sit down and watch a sports game. You could actually watch it with your son. Uh, I tried that. It's not for him. Okay. Well, you tried that when he was like two, bro. I've like... tried it. I've tried it every year. Like every year <laughs> I have tried to sit down with him and he's just like, dad, I hate you. Why, why, why are you doing this? Can I watch Bluey? Can I watch 52 episodes of Bluey, please? Uh, So the thing that worked for me is I never tried to push it on the kids. Mm -hmm. Other than uh, like, hey, we're going to go to a baseball game and hang out. Things like that. I never took them uh, to a football game. There's just too much downtime. Like they get bored. Uh, And hockey is great because hockey moves like 24-7. So Mm -hmm. there's always something to watch and look at, which keeps them engaged. Um, but yeah, at home, like I would just let them play, but I'd have it on and be watching the game. And like, they'd ask questions. I'd point things out. They'd move on with their day. And now that my son is like seven, he's getting into it. He's like, oh, well, let me sit down next to you and ask you like, who's that? Who's that? What's they doing? Like, what, why was, what was that play called? Like things like that. And so now the light's starting to come on and I'm enjoying that, but I never like shoved it on him. I mean, I don't I don't really shove it on him. I'm just like, hey, like we have one TV in the house that has, you know, the majority of our apps on it that we can watch streaming services. Uh, Do you mind if I watch? No, I'm like piss off. Like he does not want to watch sports when he can watch Bluey or he can watch Paw Patrol or Mm -hmm. something else. If Paw Patrol had an episode where they were doing sports, pretty sure I could get him to watch some football or whatever sport they had on 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 Paw Patrol. I mean, curling, because it's Canadian, maybe? <laughs> Curling's dope. Have you ever curled? I have never curled. No. I have. I can tell you right now, it is a blast. We should start the That Pixel Life curling team. I'm down to sweep. <laughs> I'll we be a sweeper. Eat. You know the the skating ring at Foster City? Mm-hmm. Um, they hold curling there. Oh. All so right. we could get in on some curling action. Um, I Okay, table, we'll table this for a later time, because I have to introduce uh, our other co-host, 
Mr. Justin, dude, where's my dog, Carter? So where is your dog? Well, so <laughs> Friday, um, BlackRock Coffee came out with their fall flavors, mm-hmm. which the pumpkin spice, the whatever new flavors and stuff. So we yep. went in the morning before work. We're like, all right, let's go get some coffee then because Megan wanted to try some of the new flavors. Um, all the dogs ended up coming with us because, of course, they did. Because as soon as I went to the laundry room, they're like, oh, shit, we're going somewhere. Mm-hmm. So we're going to the coffee place. And, you know, windows are down about a third of the way, whatever we're going. <laughs> uh, school, there's a school, like, right near our house next to a park, an elementary school. And so, you know, all these kids are being loaded in the school. There's, like, 200 kids outside. We're stopped at this, like, little crosswalk. And I hear a thud. And Megan's like, what was that? And I was like, I don't know. And I turn around, and there's only three dogs in the car. Mm. And then she's like, where's Mm. Rex? And she looks out the window, and he's, like, booking it to the park. And there's, like, all these kids, like, standing there, like, frozen, like, uh, uh. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And I'm, like, trying to get out of the car, and I'm still buckled in. I'm like, out, out, out. And I'm like, Rex! And then he, like, stops, and then he's, like, sitting there, and I, like, ran over and had to, like, pick him up, and there's, like, cars, like, behind us. There's there's cars everywhere because everyone's trying to drop their fucking kids off to school. And I, like, fling my door open and just, like, chuck him into the car. (laughs) Like, drive, drive. (laughs) Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, before someone calls the cops, get him out of here. Right. Um, And he's uh, never done that, and that's what was crazy is, like, He's the skinniest dog. He's the only one that could have done that. And it's not like he easily, like, fell out. He had to, like, squeeze his way, like, Terminator 2 through the crack in the window to get out of there. <laughs> I'm going to say Bunny shoved him. Yeah. I, I, I think it was more of the other three dogs sitting in the back of the car were just like, bet. Bet you won't do that. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah? <laughs> like, you can't fit in there. And he's like, watch me. Don't but... believe me. Just watch. But yeah, that was my Friday, and then today was, like, my, like, I'm 31 and an adult now day, where I went to Home Depot, and I got enough LED light bulbs to replace all the lights in my house, and then got some new toilet seats, Mm. and replaced the toilet seats in both the bathrooms, and we ordered a couch, we bought a new couch, so that should be arriving Wednesday, we haven't had a couch for a couple months now, because we, uh, threw it out i think in like march or something like sometime after christmas did you uh did you seize the opportunity when you were buying your toilet seats and get a bidet you know i saw it and it was sitting there (laughs) it was like 99.99 and i was like i was like i don't know it dude if it had been like 49.99 i probably would have snap bought it right then but then i was like dude that's gonna probably be like a bitch to like hook up and i'm gonna have to do it and i it's didn't want to fuck with it it's it's super simple dude you facetime me i'll walk you through it it's fine so uh sounds like you had a nice little saturday maybe yeah. did you did you hit up some bed bath and beyond a little olive garden <laughs> if there was time like dude i would not step foot in olive garden <laughs> Oh, man, what, he doesn't hate himself that much. Whatever. whatever <laughs> I mean, like Dom says, when you're there, you're family, bro. Yeah. Like, come on. You live on the free breadsticks. Ugh. I mean, that's like the breadsticks are the only good thing at all. Dude, it's just like last time I even remember going there, I got like chicken parmesan, and it was like legit like three chicken tenders with like prego <laughs> on top. And I'm like, Dude, I make better chicken parmesan at home. Like, what the fuck is this? I mean, why am I paying like thirteen ninety nine for this? <sighs> Olive Garden. My favorite is they don't do it anymore, but like 
they used to do the style of pasta where it was like dry ass noodles with just like a dollop of the sauce on top of it. <laughs> and it was like, why would you serve food this way? Like, yeah, thanks for giving me like sticky ass noodles with just the sauce sitting on top that I now have to splatter all over the place as I mix it. Like, It's one of those where you put your spoon in the bowl to get a scoop of it and the entire bowl of pasta is stuck together and yeah, like yeah. lifts out of the bowl for like two seconds before dropping. <laughs> it's like the cotton candy of pasta where it just comes out and you just take bites off of the yeah. side and put it back down. <laughs> oh, well, speaking, oh. speaking of taking bites off of things, how about we uh, chew through this PlayStation Showcase a little bit? Oh, yeah, because um, I, uh, I, I'm in love with this whole lineup. I mean, just it's Flavortown if we're so, using... <laughs> yeah, if, if we're going to keep this metaphor going, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's uh, it's uh, covered and smothered, if you will. Can we switch to Waffle House? Um, uh, but yes, the uh, should we save God of War to the end, or should we start with God of War? Because I, mean, I want to th- talk about God of War. I mean, I don't know. It, I, I don't care. I mean, that's the big boy of the console. I feel like since it's already been brought up, we might as well just okay. talk about so, it now. The the title God of War Ragnarok was confirmed, and we got to see that along with some gameplay. And, uh, holy shit, I want this game. Um, I, if you've been listening to me long enough, you know that the first God of War, uh, remake or reimagining for the PS4 was one of my all time favorite games of that generation. And, uh, Ragnarok looks to be a little more the same, which is totally fine by me. Uh, we get to see, uh, Trace, AKA Loki, 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 um, uh, a little bit more of his power set as he's like riding a ram made out of light through enemies and beating them up in the play and all that. Um, the Kratos blades are there as well as the axe. Uh, he seems to be able to use the blades kind of in a, uh, uh, what's the term I'm looking for? The, when you, Throw them to like scale up an area, uh, rope type thing. Oh, oh, okay. oh, traversal, like a kind of like traversing, like a traversing tool. Yeah, yeah, like uh, grappling, like yeah. a, like a grappling. That's the term I'm looking for. You should be. Looks like you can grapple with them now, which is freaking rad. Um, and uh, yeah, you you appear to be at war with the gods, and yeah. you're trying and you're trying to rescue the. Uh, the Norse god of war, who quote unquote is dead. But I love the trailer when uh, I think it's Kratos is like, someone's gotten to a lot of work to hide a dead guy if he's dead. So we're going to keep going. And at the end of the trailer, they find him and basically ask him, are you with us or against us? And this dude appears to be like nine feet tall, uh, <laughs> which was rad. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm in a hundred percent in of all the games they showed. It's the one where I was just like, just give me this goddamn game. Cause it looks so sweet. Uh, OG talking head is back in business, which is rad. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, I didn't see anything. I didn't love in this trailer. You guys, uh, I would throw out, uh, I would tell you to temper your, uh, grappling hook enthusiasm. Uh, since you know, you got burned so bad from, uh, from doom. Mm-hmm. I would just say, you know, let's 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 wait a minute and see what see what those uh, blades are actually, you know. It seemed to be though, 
in, and granted, we might see more as time passes, but it seemed to play a lot more into combat and like mm-hmm. traversal in combat. Mm-hmm. And even if it's like preset moves, like God of War has or something like that, it, it, I think it could add an interesting element to combat. Oh, yeah. So. I mean, it, it was amazing uh, to see that. And, you know, my dad, I was talking to my dad about it and he was just like, well, I don't really understand these like consoles when you can get a PC. Like, wh- what are these consoles actually doing in this generation that are making any significant changes? Uh, mm-hmm. Are they are they getting human movements down better? Are they getting their facial expressions down better? Because we've seen good graphics for the past couple generations. Like, sure. it's nothing that you're not seeing on the PC already. Um, so I showed him the trailer for it, and he was uh, he actually said, okay, I'm in on this generation. This is um, leaps and bounds above what I was expecting to see from this console generation of mm. games. So, I mean, for somebody who doesn't, who is into video games, but is primarily on the PC side, you know, it was comforting to finally feel validated for having a console um, for one of these games. Uh, I was excited to see it. It looks amazing. It looks, you know, they have the boat travel again, which I'm sure is going to have more lore for the Norse mythology. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thor looks menacing. Like he doesn't look as you know heroic. He looks like he's there to kick ass and take names. And you know it'll be. And I love how they kind of took the fat Thor thing and ran with it. Like yeah, it's pretty rad. Cosplayers unite. I mean, like we can yeah. all go out and cosplay Thor now. Um, I have the body of a god. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, I I'm 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 in on this too. I'm excited for it. Justin, how do you feel about it? Yeah, no, I was super excited when uh, we got a trailer. We got, like, the, you know, date and stuff for it. Um, I'm glad we got Fat Thor. And <laughs> I uh, I thought it was funny that I saw online, like, after the presentation stuff, like, there's a tweet that's, like, going around. It's, like, blown up where someone was pointing out that the, the – how lazy the devs were or whatever because the animation of, like, yeah. the boat, like, going out, like, that is the same exact animation from the first game. So, like, oh, they're using, like, 2018 animations and stuff. Like, couldn't even get a new... And it's, like, dude, it's, like, docking about, like, it's perfect. Like, it works. Like, why Why would you even fucking care, like, about I mean, docking a boat? No offense, but you launch and dock a boat the same way every time it doesn't matter like that's it's a tried and true way to get the boat out into the water use it (laughs) also like hey guys video games are hella expensive guess what games reuse assets all the time it's fine like who cares like i really don't understand people that give a fuck about that Yeah, I mean, Disney did, Disney did it all the time with their animations. Look at Winnie the Pooh and look at the Jungle Book. Mind blown. Don't yeah, worry yeah, about it. Totally. <laughs> well, it's, like, so funny because people were saying, like, the same stuff when, like, with Ratchet and Clank where it's, like, you just walk through the plants and, like, what, the plants don't even react to, like, where you are. And it's, like, dude, like, shut up. Like, <laughs> like God, dude, people will bitch about anything on the internet. Right. It's, like... Yeah, no, I don't, I don't understand the, the need to grasp about that sort of thing. All I know is my hype levels could not be higher. It's the number one game on my hype sheet right now, and this just confirmed it. Uh, but a game that is not on my hype sheet, just because these are not my type of games, is uh, Gran Turismo 7. 
And uh, I know that's more Shannon's bag than it is mine with uh, with this sort of thing. So, Shannon, is there anything about this that jumped out to you? Well, I do like the fact that um, you have like a hub world uh, in this one instead of the you know the previous iterations that I've played. Uh, it usually it, it was just a screen, right? You just kind of mm-hmm. went through a whole bunch of different options. The uh, photo uh, mode uh, for your garage and your cars that you can actually have like more than one car in a picture is pretty cool. Graphically, it looks amazing. Uh, it's just. I don't have the time to play those games anymore because you have to get your A license and your S1 license and like all those licenses and they all suck to get all those, you know, cars that you want to drive. Also, the level of uh, depth for customization of engine parts as well as the control and the look of your car Mm. is i mean it's so granular now it this is a simulator for people who enjoy driving cars uh the way that they would realistically feel at on a track um so good on them uh it looks it looks awesome but it's not going to be something i'm going to play uh i just don't have the time <laughs> to go yeah into right that. um so yeah it, good good on them i mean it's a it's going to be a showpiece for the playstation 5 um is it better than a Forza? I don't think so. I think Forza has that arcadey feel to it. Um, so, you know, I, I still think that's where I'm, my bread's going to be buttered when it comes to a driving simulator. Yeah, Forza's got that secret sauce of, like, it's... I, I think what it really is is I'm not a sim racing guy. Mm-hmm. I like I like them a little more arcadey, and the Gran Turismos are as, you know, sim as consoles get, really. Mm-hmm. So, not not my bag. Yeah, but. I'm I'm out. Justin, are you, do you have any interest in it? I mean, I don't really play racing games. I I agree though. Like I think between just looking at the two, it's like Forest is is very kind of like you know cruising world, like fun, like racing, arcadey, and then Grand Turismo like kind of took the uh, branching pathway of okay, well if they're gonna do this, then we're gonna like go for the more like hardcore like real like person with like a five hundred dollar steering wheel setup sure like in their living room playing like demographic mm-hmm. but yeah so uh the other thing i saw jumping out at me from this was uh man you guys insomniac like can uh-huh. they just tell everyone else how to make games because apparently they're the only company that's figured out how to make games this generation they la- uh, launched uh, not only Spider-Man 2, which is a, a 2023 game, but also Wolverine, which is a standalone game in the in the guise of Spider-Man, which has a teaser trailer. No launch window date on that, but it uh, it pretty much seems to be following the Spider-Man 2 game, so my guess is probably 2023. And, uh, hey guys, Spider-Man 2 is going to have Miles Morales, Peter Parker, Venom, and I think that was Kraven the Hunter they were teasing? So, I am I'm all in. I loved Spider-Man, I loved the Miles Morales game, more of that is a good thing, and hey, this is a... A developer where I trust fully to make a kick-ass Wolverine game at this point. So I'm, yeah. Insomniac makes all the games. Everything they've made this generation has kicked ass and took names. So I'm ready. I'm ready for more. 
Yeah, I uh, I saw the the teaser trailer and when Venom's face popped out. Yeah. And his voice and his um just just his head looked menacing enough to make me want that game. Uh, I I want a Venom game. I want a game where Venom feels terrifying, and this seems to be like one of those games where that's gonna happen. Um. Or so how I'm, it was better than any movie Venom has been. Yeah. <laughs> Where Venom is actually a villain. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, yeah, that's... Um, I'm looking forward to that. But that Wolverine trailer, just that short like little piece was enough to get me, like, drooling at the mouth. I wanted mm. that Wolverine game so bad. I, I mean, we talk about bad movies, and that Wolverine standalone one, the first one was horrible, um, but it did have a really good video game um, that came out of it. Um, and I do like the fact that with um, Wolverine, these characters are going to die. Like, you're killing people, right? Like, Spider-Man, yeah. unless you yeet somebody off of a building, like a high-rise, there's a pretty good chance you're just knocking them out, right? Like, And, I mean, and even then, it's like... It's not a hundred percent guaranteed. You just murdered someone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Wolverine's gonna wreck shop, and that's what I'm here for. So, I'm excited for it. My guess is you're probably gonna fight like the Sentinels, and it'll be a bunch of robots or something that you're murking left and right. Because uh, yeah, make me so bad. I just don't see a way they get around it. You know. But I mean, you're... why why even have him in the flannel? Like he's not even. This is looks like it's gonna be before X Men. Um, yeah, you know, so I'm kind of hoping it's got some type of, you know, pretty cool um, combat in the forest for somewhere where he's like jumping off of trees and, you know, running around and doing some, you know, early Wolverine, like more feral stuff than, mm -hmm. you know, you know some, Professor some like X. Early, early Weapon X type stuff. Hell yeah. I'm in. Let's do it. Yeah. Ju I, I mean, mean just, Justin, how do you feel? Yeah, I'm excited for it. I, basically, I'm like, give me effectively like Grand Theft Auto with Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> it's just like run around, just like <laughs> like through like crowds of bad guys and stuff. But I'm assuming you know we'll probably get like of course like the usual like Sabretooth, I'm sure is gonna be in it and stuff. And it's gonna be, I guess like interesting to see who's all in it and stuff and just more details since you know the trailer was just a little teaser so we didn't really see anything about the actual game but i'm hyped for it and i i know they'll knock it out of the park all right wolverine villains who do you want other okay you said Sabretooth, but like who else would you want as a villain in wolverine like i think fighting gambit would be fun if they would also put gambit in it Gambit? I would see. So give me like Omega Red, you know, like something like that. I'll take some Omega Red or like Cipher, dude with adamantium arms. Like, yeah, let's go. Let's get let's get like obscure, wild ass Wolverine villain references <laughs> with it. Yeah, or oh, like, and or, or oh, was it uh, Death Child? Is she the one with the the lady that dresses like in the like old Pharaoh type stuff with the really long fingers? Uh, lady that, Deathstrike. Or is that her? Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know comments. Do you see it? Lady Deathstrike is Lady Deathstrike is legit. Like, yeah, that is a good. That's a good pull, for sure. Um, I'm telling you, man, Wolverine has some like weird ass villains that I'd be super on board with. And so. 
and thinking about it, it's like you think about Spider-Man and stuff. I mean, it's kind of the same thing. Like they take some like you know D-list or like C-list villains and stuff and bring them into the spotlight. So I'm sure they'll do the same treatment for Wolverine. I'm on board. Let's do it. Um, I, I would also be cool if they like made up a villain, like kind of like they did in the Spider-Man games too. You know. Well, I mean, Mr. Negative wasn't made up for the game, but he was very much not a r- popular character. Yeah, that that's what I mean. Is like they'll take like some like D-list or C-list person mm-hmm. most people don't know and like kind of reimagine it or push it a little further. Dude, huh? what it, they should do kind of like a choose-your-own-adventure with Wolverine where you have Professor X trying to get him into the X-Men and you have Magneto trying to get him onto the bad side. And, like, you get to choose, like, the story outcome. That would be pretty dope. So it's basically Fable, but with uh, Wolverine. Yeah. Or uh, or Injustice. Uh, or uh, what was it? Uh, not Injustice. Infamous. Infamous. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. I'm a, I'd be with that. Um, well, a couple others to hit here. Uh, I mean, they're bringing Uncharted 4 and the Lost Legacy game to PS5 and PC. Sure. Great. Awesome. Like, I, I won't play Uncharted 4 again. I might go through Lost Legacy again, but as much as I liked Uncharted 4, that's a long game. I don't know if I've got it in me to play through Uncharted 4 again. Um, Lost Legacy, though, if you didn't try it, excellent. And also, like, eight hours. Really good really good play and really good runtime. Um, Ghostwire Tokyo re- appears to still be a game that I don't understand, but... <laughs> looks kind of fun i don't know that's going to be one that i'm going to need a lot more information on uh it's kind of like a first person supernatural thing looks creepy bunch of neon dudes in demon masks i don't know like justin do you have thoughts on ghostwire tokyo like i'm interested i'm intrigued by it but it's one of those things where it's like i get what they're going for like they're trying to like give you like little tidbits of stuff but not really show you anything and mm-hmm. stuff so but it's gonna be one of those ones where you kind of like wait for a review to be like what like what the fuck is going on like death stranding and stuff i'm like all right yeah. it looks cool but i don't know what's going on and i need more context as to what i'll actually be doing in the game before yeah. i pull the trigger on it it's like I, I kind of need to know what that game is a little more i think uh I mean, it might be a game like Scarlet Nexus that just is batshit insane. And, like, that could be all right. I don't know. Um, and then the last one we'll talk about is Forspoken, which is the game that started out as that tech demo forever ago, and then it's being built out as a full game. Um, and uh, it looks real pretty. I don't know anything else about it, but, damn, it looks good. I don't know. I guess we'll figure out more. Spring 2022, as it's supposed to get released that time. Uh, yeah, Shannon, did you have thoughts on Forspoken? Yeah, I was excited for it. It um, it looks pretty. Like, a lot of the magic that the main character is using mm-hmm. seems pretty dramatic. Um, I'm a little concerned about how that's going to affect combat, because it seems very heavily magic-based. Uh, so I don't know. You know, typically and- in a... And I was it. I was gonna say I'm a little concerned that like a lot of the combat had that like Dark Souls camera to it, you know. So is this like a Dark Souls playing type game? But the characters move so fast that it. I mean, maybe like the boss battles are Dark Souls ish, but the traversal isn't. I don't know. But yeah, the, it, uh, it was pretty weird because it seems like they're using she's using the 
this sort of ten ring style bracelet thing that she's wearing. Yeah. And there was that one spell that looked like it was basically just a rapid fire machine gun that she just held her arm out and just to- like unloaded on one enemy with. So maybe there's that the smaller basic spells that you can use that are quick that don't do a lot of damage but maybe stun the enemy and then set you up for a harder attack. Um you know, maybe it's something you have to strategize how you're going to go in, mm-hmm. like similar to Dark Souls, which I would hate. That would immediately remove me from wanting to play this game. Um, but like that one boss battle they kept showing against that dragon thing looked pretty legit, like mm-hmm. uh, just in size and scope and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it looks pretty, uh, but, you know, uh, I, I, want, I need to see more and they're not giving us a lot of information just yet, so. We'll see. I did like I did like the traversal around the world seemed very frenetic and very fast. But yeah, I kind of want I kind of want to know more. I don't know. Justin, was, are you excited for it? Um, I'm kind of like on the same boat as you. Like it looks really pretty and stuff. And it's another one of those where I think I kind of need to like closer once the embargo dates like lifted on it, like read some like reviews and stuff before pulling like the trigger on it to see kind of if it's worth my time or not. Uh, I'm actually surprised that the last game we were talking about was the fact that they're remaking Robbie's game of the year, whatever year it comes out, which is going to be star Wars, (laughs) not at the old Republic remake. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, But it's a remake, right? So, I mean, it's not, it's not just a, it's not a remastered. They're actually, are they going to actually change a lot of the, the gameplay or the story or like what, what's the deal there? Cause the, I mean, it was a teaser, right? All you saw was basically yeah. just, I mean, if I had to guess, I assume it's going to basically be like what EA is doing with dead space where they're basically like completely remaking the game. And like, they're adding maybe some like new little content here and there. But I feel like it's pretty much just like a from the ground up again, like I mean, I hope, of... I hope it's what they did with Final Fantasy VII, mm-hmm. where it's like, yeah, here's the overall bones of it, but it is a hundred percent different game made for, you know, 2020. Not, you know, like like what Knights of the Old Republic came out in was it 2000, 2005, something like that. And that gameplay just does not hold up anymore. I mean, it's still fun and nostalgic to go through, but it's not what you want from a new game. And if they're trying to bring in players that weren't alive and playing video (laughs) games in 2000 to 2005, then I would think they would want to make it kind of like the Final Fantasy VII remake, where it's like, oh, no, these are systems that you will be comfortable with as a modern gamer. So we'll see. Uh, they didn't show any gameplay of it, so I guess I, I guess that's why it wasn't on really my radar. Is okay, great, they're making it. I'll pay attention when you actually show me something. I don't know, but uh, yeah, so I guess that's all the Sony stuff. Oh, you know, we should talk about since uh, it wasn't a Sony thing, but it came out last week. Uh, Alan Wake is getting a remaster, which okay. Sure, but it's coming. But it's coming to PlayStation for the first time. Is why it made me think of it. Um, I like Alan Wake. I would play Alan Wake again. Uh, I hope it's on Game Pass because I'm not sure I would buy Alan Wake again. That's my thing. So, right. Like I wish it was a new game. Right. Or if they just gave them the rights to Silent Hill and just had them make Silent Hill. <laughs> 
it, any horror remake comes back to Justin of, or you could just make silent. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> just please, just make silent. <laughs> um, and we're back. Sorry about that, everyone. My power uh, decided to, to drop on me for about five minutes, but we are back in action. So uh, if there's a weird break right there, sorry about that. No, uh, no uh, affront intended. Um, but let's move on to the next news story while we're here. Uh, Epic got a big win in their Fortnite lawsuit against Apple this last week with a U.S. district judge ruling in favor of their lawsuit. Basically, the long and short of it is they put an injunction on Apple that takes place, uh, takes effect in November, December, sorry, December 9th, that uh, Apple cannot deny a developer from using their own internal store in, within an app. Because that was part of the thing that got the big battle started between Epic and Apple and which got Fortnite removed from the iOS store was uh, within Fortnite, Epic was directing players to buy their V-Bucks in the app outside of the iOS store, which was cheaper. And Apple did not like that because they wanted their 30% cut. So they said, nay, sir, and uh, threw them off the store, at which point Epic sued them. And here we are. So this isn't meaning that Fortnite is going to suddenly return to iOS, uh, but it does change the game going forward, assuming this isn't overturned. But of everything I've read, people seem to think it's a pretty solid injunction that's going into place here. And it's really going to shake the tree for Google and Apple going forward as far as this kind of archaic system they have of I make 30% off anything you do. So, I mean, it doesn't really change our world right now, but I think it has big implications as far as gaming platforms uh, in Android and iOS going forward. What are your guys' thoughts? Well, I'm confused because it doesn't seem like it's... I mean, while Fortnite, you know, gets the win, or Epic gets the win... Apple doesn't have to allow Fortnite back into the iOS store. Um, well, because it's Apple still its own separate entity, so they can they're not legally obligated to allow people to go onto their store. Well, that's what I'm saying, right? Is yeah. so so I mean they they can still not allow it on the on their storefront, right? Like I mean, if they put it up there because it was a free to play game initially. Uh, it still is, as far as I'm concerned. Like you can't download it on the iOS, right? That's mm -hmm. the, there was nothing that changed there. It was all monetary on the back end. Um, so it's you know, if Apple still wants to be, you know, sore, if they want to be a sore loser, they still don't have to allow people to download that on their on their platforms, right? right? Because the the judge did rule that Apple was not in violation of antitrust laws and does not need to allow Epic or other entities the freedom to create their own stores. But essentially this injunction, injunction states that if an entity does create its own store, Apple cannot garnish it. Mm -hmm. So it, yeah. uh, it's one of those things where it, how hard does Apple want to fight this? Mm-hmm. You want to fight it into irrelevancy? I'm not sure. Yeah. 
Well, also, I mean, how far, I mean, like, if you let this stand um, and a whole bunch of other companies, like, let's say, Activision with their Call of Duty mobile app, um, they want to do the same thing. Um, you know, there's a lot of big fish out there. Oh, which they will. Out, yeah, which as are going to start following this this platform, this this rule. And that's where I think, you know, Epic may have, you know, they didn't win the war with this ruling. Mm-hmm. But I think over the long run, they'll see the tide absolutely shift into their favor because you're 100% right. Like, if you're Activision and you're sitting on COD Mobile, why wouldn't you do this? Wait, I get 30, I get that 30% back? Sweet. Done. Sold. You know, like, I'll have my team whip this up in two days and implement it out. And now it's legal. It's There's no, you know there's no worry that you're going to get kicked anymore mm-hmm. because you have a legal standing to do it. So I'm just trying to figure out what the incentive is to let for, for Apple to allow these big developers to put a mobile game on their platform, knowing that they're not going to get any money out of it. Well, that's, that's the interesting thing, isn't it? If, mm-hmm. if Apple knew it was going to play this way, would they have done this at all to in the beginning? But now I think you're in the in a situation where the genie's kind of out of the bottle. A lot of people are using your app store. A lot of people are relying on your service. A lot of people are playing these games. Millions of people are playing these games on a daily basis. And how much is it worth the bad the bad press and the ill will to just cut everyone off. I mean, you're going to, you're going to lose millions of customers because all it would take is Google to be like, no, you can still totally still do that on Android. No worries. And guess who's going to buy a bunch of Samsung phones. Mm -hmm. People that love playing call of duty and Fortnite. I mean, hell, a lot of people switched to Android anyway, when the whole Fortnite thing happened. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out for Apple. And Apple's going to be like, bro, I got one more camera I shoved into this phone. <laughs> Buy the new one, please. Yeah, we're also a good, like, $500 more than a Google Pixel camera that you get. Exactly. You know, get the same features on. So but Yeah, I, I definitely foresee a uh, update to, like, some terms of service or something on the App Store for Apple sooner rather than later once kind of this entire thing happens where they're going to like reword some verbiage and stuff to help benefit them and get them like out of this. What if Apple just goes the route of lumping everything behind their Apple plus like service where you get their TV and their game access to the game store for like $15 a month. Ooh, that'd be, that'd be ugly. Wouldn't it? <laughs> or it's like, yeah, it access to any games, but you have to be on this Apple Plus tier. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, would, otherwise you can so just bad. download TikTok. Have fun. <laughs> yeah, that would be so bad. So, Justin, are you ready to launch the negative space store when the <laughs> iOS version goes live? Yep, I'm like, you get 500 negative points for $20 of your mom's credit card money. (laughs) 
It's like Disney cut. bucks back in the day where it's like you try to use them. I think it was Simpsons made fun of it, where it's like you try to use them, like, oh, we don't take those here. And he's like, what? But he's like, nope. It's like, well, then what can I use these for? Like, you go everywhere. They're like, oh, we don't take that shit. Like, get out of here. Dave Chappelle can't buy Coke and strippers with Disney dollars. <laughs> um, well, all right. I, I mean, neither, none of us are legal experts, but I find that. Very interesting, and I'm very curious to see how this plays out over the next year or so. But uh, let's talk about something lighter and something I know Justin may have already pre-ordered. I'm not sure. <laughs> but maybe maybe is knocking children out as we speak and stealing their pre-orders. Uh, Lego introduced a Super Mario 64 block that, uh, when once it's constructed, opens up to... Uh, Nintendo 64 or Super Mario 64 dioramas, which looks, I mean, I'm not a big Lego dude, but this looks kind of nuts and pretty damn cool. Uh, so Justin, how fast did you pre-order this? I haven't pre-ordered it. And the what? only reason, well, I know. So hold on. I haven't pre-ordered <laughs> it. I do want to get it though. Um, Especially because initially, it's because initially I didn't know how much I was like, dude, because it's like the the NES console thing where it's mm. like, dude, if it was like a little bit cheaper, I would have pulled the trigger on it, and I just didn't. And I was like, man, I was like, with this thing, I was like, dude, if it's like under two hundred, I'll probably get it. And it is. And yeah, and now I'm see, yep, it is one seventy. So I'm like, oh man, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna. I don't know when I'm gonna pre-order it, but. Um, I might not pre-order it, just if I see one out in the wild or something, just grab it. Might just be like, Merry Christmas to me. Yep. <laughs> but, dude, it just looks so cool. Like, And it's just the irony of it, too, though, and I saw a lot of people like, oh, there isn't even question mark blocks in Super Mario 64, which, I mean, they're not wrong. They're exclamation point blocks, but that's not as iconic, you know, as the question mark block, sure. so... I can see why they made the switch, but it looks so cool. It opens up at the top, and you got your Peach's Castle and your Babam Battlefield and the um, Glacier Land, whatever, where you chuck the penguin baby off the side of the cliff. <laughs> I mean, um, it, looks, it looks good uh, in the block form, but the minute that diorama folds out, it looks janky as fuck. Like, that, that, that piece up on the, I mean, that diorama up on the top is just not good. Well, it looks it looks very basic. Yeah. Very basic. So Yeah. I mean, it might be one of those things where the idea is better than the uh, execution of said idea, but I don't know. It's cute. It's cool. As someone with little children, I'll never buy it because it'll never get set up in my house. <laughs> it'll come um, out in your kids' stools like somewhere, like they're just gonna, yeah, just gonna like, be pooped out. <laughs> I don't know. It'll be, you know, my daughter will decide to see if it can fly. You know, like it'll be, yeah, it'll be bad. King, King um, bomb is going to be shoved up somebody's nose. You're going to have to go to the doctor's right. office to get it taken out. No, Doc, you don't understand. This is part of a $170 set. I need this out now. Yeah, I, I, need, that, I need that bomb. Don't throw it away. I'll wash it. I'll wash it. It's fine. Dude, that entire conversation reminds me of when I was at Zach's house and the, the penguin toy debate where he's like, oh, I don't even have any penguin toys anymore. Like, There's one in the tub. Like, that's for the tub. <laughs> it's like your argument was first you didn't have any and like, well you have yeah. this one it's like well not that one yeah but a totally. different one you don't even know about penguins dad <laughs> idiot uh it's true i don't know about penguins i'm 
I mean, what can I tell you? Um, but anyway, should we talk a little Matrix Resurrections trailer? Because I, I want to know from you fine gentlemen, why, why are you hyped up about this? Like, why do you care? Because I don't get it. Like, I don't, I don't get it. I will tell you that the first Matrix movie was great. I liked it a lot. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. Yep. Two, right two and three sucked. Like, I did not like two and three at all. This I'm, mo- I'm more of the opinion that three really sucked. Two could have been cool if three answered a lot of the questions that two brought up. Instead of ignored them completely. If Homeboy wasn't flying around like Superman and the shit looked hella janky, like the special effects, they cr- they tried to cram too much CGI into that um, movie. I don't, I don't, I don't well. disagree. That the Burly Ball brawl, the mm-hmm. him versus what like a hundred Agent Smiths, mm-hmm. that looked fucking awful. Mm-hmm. Like I remember being in the theater, like this is laughably bad, like CGI. But I mean, as far as world building. It's like you had the twins that were ghosts. It was implied that one dude was like a werewolf. The Merovingian guy kind of had vampire vibes and all that. And I was sitting there in the theater, like, or leaving the theater going, oh, that would be super sweet if that's how they explained, like, all of these human supernatural creatures and stuff. There's like, no, these were all, like, Matrix creatures that mm-hmm. people couldn't explain. So they just, like, developed this mythology around them or whatever. And I was like, this would be super rad if, like, they brought in this whole side element to it. And then the third movie comes out, they're like... Oh yeah, the, the Merovingian and the ghost. Fuck all of that. Like we don't even care. We're moving on. Like <laughs> no, but these were really cool. Ca- Who cares, bro? I've got an orgy to show you and a bunch of shit that doesn't matter. Come on, Keanu's got to get in a Christ pose in an hour and a half. Can we just keep the story moving? Like, and it was just one of those. Like, it was so disappointing. It was, and I it was. and I think two could have been rad if three if while watching three you're going like oh shit that's what that meant. Oh, oh, I totally get the context of that scene now in two. Um, but no, none of that happened. So sorry, I interrupted your point. No, it's fine. I mean, you, you made a lot of valid points. Uh, I mean, the, this one, this trailer, it seems like, you know, there's a lot of questions. And it's, you know, a, what, a two, a minute and 40 second trailer. So it's not like you're getting a lot of information there. There's a buildup, you know, um, Keanu Reeves, Neo, like, doesn't know... Uh, who he is like he's got like full memory wipe mm-hmm. you know they've got that whole like uh you know why is he back how did they find him is he the real neo is he like a clone like what's going on here um you know it's it's got a lot of appeal the action sequences seem a lot better uh like the cgi looks a lot better it sure. fits the time it looks a lot it it doesn't look all janky people don't look all waxy and and weird you only saw the uh the agents like a handful of times so you don't really know if they're going to be the the villains in this one there, it seems mm-hmm. to me like there's other mischievous forces in play so it'll be interesting to see how that all fleshes out so you know i'm i'm you know, the the Fast and the Furious movies, I mean, they were heading down a, a really crappy path. And then for a while there, they were hitting their strong point, And now they're sending people into space and Fieros. So, I mean, it, it's a, I'm kind of hoping that this is kind of like that Fast and Furious 5 where, like, they kind of go back and retcon some things. And they just kind of allow this to kind of 
gloss over those other ones that those other movies that left a bad taste in my mouth. Um, so I'm I'm in on it. Like I'm willing to give it another try. Keanu Reeves seems to be, you know, Keanu Reeves. Like I, I like the fact that he's got like the long hair. He's he's got like the John Wick look to him. He doesn't have like the whole Neo look to him. So. Well, you know, and that's kind of the thing is I'm watching it going like, yeah, but I've got the John Wick movies, which are good movies. And you're putting it looks like you just dropped John Wick into the Matrix. Which, I mean, OK, sounds all right. I'll be honest. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I don't know. It, Justin, your thoughts. So I'm of the opinion I love the first movie and I actually really like the second movie, too, even though. It does have its flaws, and the the biggest thing to me that pisses me off about the second movie is for how long it is ending to basically be like part three coming soon really pissed me off, even when I was a kid seeing it in the mm. theaters. Like, I feel like it would have been a stronger movie if A, it had a definitive ending, and they didn't just like set it up for what would be the next one, or B, if they took two and three and just mash them together into just like one, like two and a half hour movie. I think it would have been better. Yeah. You would have been disappointed in one movie instead of having to (laughs) wait and be disappointed in two. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But, but no, but in the trailer, it like looks really pretty. I I'm all for John wick in the matrix. Um, I'm really hoping that they're basically going to do, like Force Awakens, where they're gonna pull like a lot from like one and like probably two and stuff to like give you that like nostalgia like factor of the Matrix, but still putting it in like you know that like nice like 4K everything looks nice like kind of mm-hmm. new story, but like same stuff you've seen. Take some of the cool stuff from the first two movies and make it like new again on like the new movie. Um, and it's like fun like watching like in the trailer. There's like a lot of little like tips and nods to stuff like. Neil Patrick Harris's glasses are blue, like when Neo's like in the blue pill, like whatever. And then the one chick has yeah. red glasses when he's actually like Neo again. And it's gonna be like interesting to see, I guess, how they kind of explain because it looks like you know he's like back in his like physical body in like the blue pill world, but then he has to like be like I don't know reborn like whatever to get back into the Matrix. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see, but I'm excited for it. I think also there's some nostalgia there for me just because uh, they shot in San Francisco and I did see like the movie sets um, being like popped up when I was working like, you know, in the city. So there are a lot of shots where like um, the action sequences are sending people off the sides of buildings in San Francisco. And I'm like, ah, I did. I work on the elevators in that building. I know that building. Like, I know that one right there. Like that's, I, I was probably inside like swearing up a blue storm about like why something's not working while this dude was, you know, shooting his lines up on the top of this roof. Um, so things like that, I think, also, like, make it a little bit more personable for me and want, you know, I just want to see how the, the end product turned out. I guess I guess one of my problems is, like, watching, watching the trailer, I had big uh, episode seven vibes when I'm sitting there like, oh, watching the trailer – Oh, look, it's Red Pill, Blue Pill. Oh, it's the Morpheus guy. Oh, it's uh, the the girl with the rabbit tattoo. Follow the white rabbit. Um, it, you know, like there was just so many 
things from the first movie. It's like, hey, you know that first movie everyone loves? That movie? Look, look, we know. We know why you like that movie. It's in this movie. Look, we put it all in this movie. It's almost like we made the first movie. And it's like, come on. Like, I get it. I get it. You're making The Matrix again. I know it's been 21 years, but can we... I get it. And it's kind of... That was my main issue with Episode Seven. was like, it was a greatest hits compilation of Star Wars and less of a movie. And I'm kind of scared that the Matrix is going to be the same way. Maybe, maybe it is. Only time will tell. And, you know, if you don't like the Matrix movie, you can get up and walk outside and you can go into John <laughs> Wick 4 and you can still get your Keanu fix. The best part about it? HBO Max, baby. So I can watch <laughs> that, that is really right nice. at home. Yeah. I will be enjoying it. And, you know, I, my understanding was to make John Wick 4. Keanu had to agree to make this movie. So, which I think is kind of funny because John Wick is a way more popular franchise at this point. Um, but hopefully, hopefully it's good. I, I would love to be proven wrong. Like you guys, I loved that first movie. It was fun as hell. And if this one is not up its own ass uh, and, and actually delivers something original, I would love it. And so we'll find out in December. What was it December 22nd? Is that yeah. the release date? Yeah. So we will find out in a few short months. Um, well, why don't we talk a little about what we have been playing? I was not aware Farmville 4 Apocalypse uh, was out, Shannon, but <laughs> says here you've been playing it. Yes, so uh, how, how is Farmville 4? Apocalypse? Oh, dude. Alpaca lips. Alpaca lips is is breathtaking. I mean, you're a, a vengeful alpaca. You've been shaved for uh, you know, some pretty dope sweaters for some hippies, and uh, you know, you basically get these like lasers. Uh, you know, you're so you're so rage possessed that you uh, genetically mutate and you start like just melting things with laser eyeballs. Wait, so is yeah. this a is this a sequel to the Xbox Gold game, a Vicious Attack Llama? Is this... it, it's it's yes, it, I, I think it's a spiritual oh, successor. I never knew they were making that. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah, dude, it's great. You can you can spit at people and like stun them for a second, and then you can like stomp on them and you know then shoot shoot out their their brains with lasers. It's 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 a good time. All right, sweet. <laughs> well, well, what Don't... else have you? Been <laughs> Uh, so uh, I also uh, I've been playing I was playing some Dodgeball Academia this week, uh, which is a is that game good? Because I've been I've been told by so many people I need to play that game. So, and it, I just so. yeah, it's fun because it smacks of like the old like a uh, dodgeball game for um uh, for the NES um the three on three where like you were the team of USA and you were always against like the USSR. Um, so, but this one is basically you have your team of people and you're going to this school for dodgeball. Um, and you are enrolled in a tournament, uh, to help save the school to, you know, drum up some publicity. So you have nemesis and, uh, you have, uh, you know, it's, it's a RPG. So you basically battle every day. You have new people that you can battle out in the quads and, uh, around town. There's some small sub quests that you can do that usually get you gear and loot. Um, but it, the good thing is, is yeah, there's fetch quests and things like that, but it's only around the school. So the the areas you're going are really it's a quick jaunt to do. It's not like you have to go like on these open world ones where you have to like, go like a continent away to to get like a rat that is only over there and come back and turn it in. Like this is like, oh, dude, I lost my glasses in this trash can. Can you talk to the principal and get the grabber so I can get the trash out? 
and then you basically go and get the grabber and they get the trash out and you usually get the glasses or whatever in there so there are things that help you out as far as making your character stronger um there are some quests in there that are pretty challenging because you know your characters when you're fighting like one-on-one it's all about timing right because you know if you throw a ball and they throw a ball they cancel each other out because they'll hit each other um but you know it when it so it all becomes you know who's gonna do the timing who's got the who's you know who's holding on to the balls um how are you gonna use one of your charge attacks or are you just gonna try to do a quick attack and knock them out um when you get into like the three on like you have three characters but you can only control one so on your side when you're when you're doing your your battles um you're only controlling the the front uh character in your group um, so the other two characters can still get hit. So you still have to pay attention to um, when you're catching the ball or when you're trying to dodge so that the other characters behind you don't get um, don't get hit because they'll lose hit points. Okay. Uh, so there's a little bit of strategy involved there as far as where you're going to move around on your side of the court. Um, when the other teammates uh, on the opposing team get knocked out or when your characters get knocked out, they go to the, you know, the end of the the court. So you can throw the ball over to them, and then they can attack from the other side. So there's a lot of strategy because um, there's in some situations it's like a five on three, and there's two people that are that start on the back court for the other team, and then there's you know three guys in front, and they're just lobbing balls like back and forth, and you're just like basically trying to dodge everything, catch balls, like knock people out at the same time. So it can be pretty hectic. Uh, it's fun. And don't get me wrong, um, I have a lot of fun with this game. I, I've lost a couple times, and it's not like I feel bad. It's usually kind of funny when it happens because, you know, you get dogpiled on pretty fast if if things don't go in your favor from the get-go. Mm-hmm. So it is pretty funny to watch things play out. Um, and I'm having a great time with it. It's fun. And I, from what I hear, the story campaign is only like eight hours long. It's not a long, uh, it's not mm-hmm. a long game. So if you can find it for sale, um, I would definitely recommend playing it. Awesome. Well, I think it's on Game Pass, so oh, I, nice. I might give it a shot. Yeah, I would definitely play that. Um, the other game I played was, you know, a, a full-on um, RPG. It's uh, Tales Arise. Um, okay. came out for the PlayStation 5 and the PC, so I bought it on Steam so that I could play it, um, you know, on my, my mobile computer, my little laptop. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so far, I'm really enjoying that. The animation, it's not going to blow you away. It's not going to give you any of those like, wow, this is a PlayStation 5 title. It's still kind of smacks of that PlayStation 4 uh, Borderlands shell in it, or cell animation. <laughs> yeah, like I'm looking at some pictures of it now and I'm sitting there going like, that doesn't look like a PS5 game. I don't know. No. No, it doesn't. I mean, I, I t- to be honest, I don't think this is going to be anything that you're ever going to be interested in because it's got like anime cutscenes and the story is the typical anime. Like there's two warring, uh, um, there's two uh, like planets that are really close to each other. And one of them is like a very prosperous, uh, affluent town that doesn't have, that doesn't believe in defense or militaries. You know, everybody mm. gets along. And then there's this like war mongering like planet that basically goes over and just wrecks shop on the rich planet and basically takes all the resources. So everybody um, from the the altruistic planet are slaves, for the lack of a better word. Your yeah. character has amnesia. He doesn't understand why he's 
you know, where he's at, why he has this mask on his face that he can't take off. Um, you know, through circumstance, he's in the, you know, the wrong place at the wrong time. This prisoner escapes and it's this female who has these powers where if somebody touches her, they get shocked with electricity. And uh, you basically choose to help her. You don't know why. Um, you have this dream that you keep having where it seems like this girl is a uh, part of that dream sequence you have. So you follow her. Uh, and that's pretty much where I'm at right now. Um, the combat is like Final Fantasy 15, where, um, you know, you, you have your power sets, you have basic attacks, you save up after you've hit enough times with your basic attack to do magical or special attacks with your characters. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm still in the early throes of the game, so I'm still just, you know, by myself, uh, battling. uh, Is it kind of, is the combat kind of hitchy like Final Fantasy 15's was? Because that was my thing with that combat. Like, there was enough little, like, break moments during combat that it would take you out of the flow of it um no uh i would say you know there's the the battles that i've had in the beginning of the game are more like fundamentals right they're like just trying to get you comfortable with how you your character maneuvers how you dodge how you do your attacks it's not like there's a full-on tutorial where they're telling you how to do all this stuff they Mm kind of let you explore and figure it all out and just give you the time to do it so it's interesting to, you know, the, the the mechanics are fluid. The character, like when it's one-on-one and you have a knight that you're fighting against, it's pretty basic because their, um, their wind-up time to attack is pretty slow. So it's just like, get your bearings and then we'll throw you into the deep end later. And then, yeah. you know, when you start to get two and three uh, enemies that you're fighting and it's just by yourself, it, it can be pretty chaotic. But... For right now, I'm having fun with it. I think it's going to be one of those games I'm going to stick with. Cool. Very neat. Uh, yeah. Justin, so I, a little bird tells me you finished Psychonauts 2. I did finish Psychonauts 2. I actually beat it today, and it was it was really good. Like I honestly was really surprised by how much like I enjoyed the game as a whole and stuff like the story was really good like the characters were fun um the different the different settings and stuff in the game it was always interesting and mm-hmm. really fun throughout and stuff and <laughs> like, god damn you justin i hate you <laughs> yes for those that don't know after while shannon was finishing his thing for tales arise i put shannon playing tales arise for the plot and then I put the plot, and it's the pink-haired anime girl that's, like, in every piece of merchandising for this game. <laughs> um, but, he, reads, yeah. he reads it for the articles, Justin. Yeah. I but, did. I did. I'm telling you right now. Uh-huh. But and, no. I'm, and I'm telling you I believe you. Sorry. Anyway, Psychonauts <laughs> no, 2. No, no, it's fine. But, yes, Psychonauts 2 was... Very fun. I wasn't hyped on it, like, when it was announced and stuff, and after just hearing a bunch of people I know, including Zach, and stuff saying that he was playing it, I was like, all right, I guess I'll I'll check it out, because I'm hearing nothing but good things about it, and, you know, I had a blast. Megan had fun watching me play through the entire thing, and as, like, far as 3D platformers go and stuff, like, I didn't really have any issues, like, combat was fun. Um, collecting stuff was good. I didn't a hundred percent collect everything. Like I was like hardcore about it for, I'd say probably about the first half of the game. And then the second half, I'm just like, 
all right, like after you miss like the first like couple, I almost called them jiggies, but whatever the little uh, figments, figments. Yeah, the little figments. I'm like, all right, well, I was like, maybe I'll try going back for those later. And then like the next level when you're missing like like 15 of them, I'm like, you know what? It's fine. I'm like, we're just gonna keep pushing through. Like I got yeah, enough of them. I, I figured that out real quick too, where I'm just going like, I'm not going to do this like it's this is gonna take way too much like i would try to get all the ones i basically could in a level and then sometimes i'd come across one that's like way fucking up high like you have to do some shit to get it i'm like you know i don't need that one i'm like this is fine <laughs> like we're just gonna forget about it move on um uh, by the end of the game i maxed out most of my abilities i think there was like two or three where it still needs like the final upgrade and stuff but it's just because i didn't collect everything to like be able to upgrade everything like that but i was surprised with how like late in the game and stuff you're still getting upgrades like even past like the halfway point of the game you still get upgrades which is pretty wild to me Mm -hmm. like most games like by that point you're pretty much like peaked out and you're just like upgrading what you got and stuff but in this one you're still getting like new abilities which is always fun and like I like I said, my only real complaint was that I guess on the Xbox I have the OG Xbox one and like load times were just a nightmare and I had the game crash once on me, but I never tried playing it on my laptop or anything, but like just playing like besides the load times, like the game ran great on the Xbox and stuff, and I think it's definitely gonna be somewhere in the top of my like at least top five for game nice. of the year so what would yeah. you say what was how how long did it take you to beat the game um all in all um i need to look at the time but i think it probably took about i'd say about 12 hours like i think that's about right like i beat it in like you know a couple afternoons like playing through it and stuff and and granted that was also you know with me like act i'm uh, like actively trying to collect everything but i would like explore the levels pretty thorough and stuff as i went through them and try to do everything that i could yeah comparing notes with justin before we were recording and uh i would say with what you say i've got left time wise that yeah it's it's probably in that 12 to 15 range i think yeah so Hmm. i'm excited to finish it but let me tell you gentlemen what i've been playing there's a little game called Maneater, and uh, I was I was uh, alerted to the fact that DLC for Maneater dropped uh, this week, and uh, being that we celebrate Maneater in this household, uh, I I picked it up and it uh it is called the Truth Quest expansion, and the narrator for uh for Maneater that is going through uh so now he has become uh insane (laughs) and you learn that his wife has left him and he is convinced that there is an alien insect race taking over mankind and they're viewing it through this military base and uh that's kind of all the flimsy uh setup you get as a now you're a shark that is going through this military base and you've got a new set of missions and it's, it's all self-contained. You leave the main map to go to this mini map uh, that is, has its own set of quests, its own set of landmarks, its own point of interest. Uh, it's, and you're taking on bigger, badder, insaner 
monsters. Uh, you know, there's bone sperm whales and atomic great white sharks and all this stuff that you've got to take out in the process. There's now an atomic uh, set for you to collect so you can, your shark can have atomic teeth and atomic head and fins and all that stuff. And that it's, it's pretty OP when you get it all like you, you, you kick ass and take a lot of names. Um, and it's, it's 13 bucks and it's fun, man. It's still just, it was fun to go back to that game and, rip stuff up. Uh, I will tell you that it's hard. Like when you first start that game, cause they late raised the level cap to, uh, they raised the level cap to 40, but all of the enemies you first encounter when you're level 30 are level 45. Hmm. And it's one of those things I, re- I would recommend going back to man eater, the main game and playing it a little bit. If you're like me and haven't touched it in a while, because when you get to uh, Point Clovis or Port Clovis, I mean, which is the the new map, it took me a while to remember how to play that game, and I was getting my ass handed to me <laughs> left and right. So uh, yeah, it 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 was a uh, it was a hell of a game though. Like the, I wish the DLC was bigger. Like it was fun, but I mean, it was probably three hours front to back and you got a you got it all you know like it was easy to 100 percent uh within a couple hours and it was great and i had a good time doing it but i just wanted more i hope they do more with it because it was really entertaining uh by the way the story doesn't really resolve at all dude's just insane and you're an atomic <laughs> shark now so it's dude, when when you were saying that the host becomes insane i was like dude i was like God, I would love if they got like Alex Jones to like do the voice of the narrator. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's an entire shark led feet over in Port Clovis. Like the hormones are making the frogs gay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um but no, it uh it, it's one of those things I'm I'm hoping they at this point I, I want just a proper sequel. Because that game is batshit crazy, and uh, the DLC is no exception to it. But get, stop trip feeding me man eater stuff. Just give me a proper sequel at this point. Like I'm, I'm, I'm good with it. Uh, speaking of things that had add-ons, Shannon, Power Washer Simulator had another update, mm-hmm. and uh, you get to clean a carousel now. Uh-huh, uh-huh. There's uh, a big drill that you need to clean. Um, there's a, a spooky mansion that needs cleaning. It's all good stuff. A, a mayor's, a mayor's, uh, residence gets egged and you have to clean it from a distance. You are not allowed on the property, but so you have to figure out how to use all the new extensions to make oh, it dude. work. Yeah. I, um, I played it this weekend. Um, and I got the, I got all the extra nozzles and attachments. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got like the, the soapy, the sudsy one and the, the sprayer and, the the one that has the bottle attachment to it and then i got the 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 pew pew like uh laser like focused um yes. power washer one so like you could it's like a, it doesn't matter what nozzle you're using it just comes out as, as like a stream mm-hmm. yeah so yeah, i'm loaded up i'm i'm ready to go i think uh i did I, I finished the playground and i finished the house that was after the playground like when the uh, and, and the golf cart like there okay. was a golf yeah, cart yeah, one yeah. that came in too so I feel I'm getting pretty far along because, like, the house is pretty huge um, that I got to do. It's one of those, like, old um, ones with the the big white columns in the front, and it's, like, brick. It looks yeah. like a brick. 
So yeah, I'm gonna do that one and then you know get some soaps, get some buy some soaps with the money, and then go from there. It's a it's a hell of a game. Tell Dude, me. it's so good. <laughs> it's, it's so good. good. <laughs> I I also saw that Spirit Fair came out with DLC, and all I could think was I was like, know. "Dude, Shannon's not gonna play." It. No, like I saw that and I was like, "Why? Like why? Why? No, no way. I'm out. I'm so far out on that game. It was good. The good. The first fifty percent of that game was good. After that, it just falls apart." Yeah, I'm. I would lie if I have to say I'm curious, but I just know I'm not going to take the time to do it. It's a, it's a bigger time sink than I want to put out there for for Spirit Fair, which is sad because I did like that game. Um, but yeah, that's that's what I've been playing. And uh, how about we talk a little uh, Marvel Zombies? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I haven't watched it yet, but you guys can uh, watch it. <laughs> but Dude, I've been, I've been on vacation. Wait, wait, wait. But you watched episode four though, didn't you? Episode four was uh, Doctor the Strange. No, no, the last one I've seen is is the uh, is where the, all the Avengers are getting assassinated. God, so you are way <sighs> behind, Mister. Bro, like, I, yeah, like I was at a lake with no cell reception and very limited Wi-Fi, so there was not a chance in hell that I yeah. was going to be watching. And then, it. and then you got back six days ago. <laughs> and, uh, I didn't get home six days ago. Back. It was four days ago. Oh, uh, sorry. And yeah, and then I came home and did everything that I have been putting off for like a year that I need to do. And, you know, as far as, I don't know, like getting my car registered and getting it smogged and making power washing the carousel, power washing the carousel, playing an RPG. And (laughs) (laughs) yeah, and then I had to get all my drone footage and all my other footage that I took at the pictures when I was at the lake, like compiled onto my computer so that I can edit them and put them together in a movie that nobody's ever going to watch. So, you know, I got that going for me. Which is nice. (laughs) you guys can talk about it though like like i'm gonna watch it anyway regardless of um, whether you spoil it or not i will tell you that uh this this week uh with the zombies man man it's bleak i don't know why what if it's just getting bleak right now with this dr strange one and the zombie one but uh people get it dude people get it all episode it's like they set up kind of this (laughs) ragtag team of survivors and they just fucking people die left and right throughout that entire thing it's like the suicide Uh, squad but for marvel (laughs) bro at one point they find vision right Mm -hmm. and the mind stone whatever uh it's emitting is like keeping the zombies at bay so it's like where vision the base vision is at is like a safe haven except except oh uh it went brace yourself because i told you it it gets bleak and it gets dark uh, Wanda has turned into a zombie. So to what what Vision decided to do was kidnap T'Challa and feed Wanda pieces of T'Challa while he works on a cure. When oh. they find T'Challa, he is missing a leg because Vision has cut it off and fed it to Wanda. Wow. T'Challa's still alive. By the way, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's like conscious, like on an operating table. <laughs> like, yeah, so th- that's the kind of episode this is. Like, uh, they they pull no punches. That it's dark as shit, and I kind of, I don't know if I appreciate it 
I'll be honest. Like, it's getting <laughs> to the point now where I'm like, can you guys do something that isn't just like, hey, let's look how fucked up we can get? Like, I don't know. Between Doctor Strange and this one, back to back, it's like, Jesus Christ. The last one's just going to be like Jubilee running around, like shooting off fireworks, and everything's going to be like, ah, none of this has happened. It's just a bad dream. Blah, blah, blah. I hope so at this point. God damn. <laughs> Justin, your thoughts? I thought the uh, episode was good. I think still so far out of all of them, I think the Doctor Strange one's my favorite, which is episode four. Like, mm-hmm. I think, honestly, my two favorites so far are probably Doctor Strange and then the uh, the Star-Lord one, I think, are my two favorites. I think, I think Star-Lord's my favorite just because it was the most fun. It was really fun. My thing is, so I, as someone who's watched like every season of like Bojack Horseman, mm-hmm. like I thrive off like <laughs> the sadness, like the more depressing and like messed up it is. I'm like, oh, dude, like every season of Bojack, I'm like, there's no way they can make this more <laughs> fucked up than it is. And then each season has that one episode that just hits that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, like <laughs> pain and misery. And that's what episode four was, where it's just like, well, this can't get much worse. And then it gets worse. And then I'm like, oh, okay, that was pretty great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Shannon, I don't know if you listened to last week's episode with Steve, but I, I refer to it as the Lars von Trier episode of just like, <laughs> it ends and you just sit there staring into the abyss, questioning your humanity for a second. You're like, oh, <laughs> fuck. Like, yeah, it's, uh, I'm, I'm ready for them to get a little lighter with what if, I have to say. I'm... Well, I'm wondering how many more episodes. Yeah, how many episodes are left then? Because there's four, I think. Four more episodes. I oh, think it's okay. nine, nine episodes. episodes. Yeah. All right. So maybe like we've hit the the top of the roller coaster with the dark, and then now it's gonna be like fun times on the way down. Either that, or they're just gonna be like, "Hey, how about I kick you in the balls twice this time? How about that?" <laughs> it's like that uh, movie Pursuit of Happiness, where like you think it's gonna get better and it doesn't. Like Will Smith's character right. just can continually gets shit on, and then the last five minutes of the movie is when like everything turns around for him, and you're just like, "Oh, thank God." <laughs> uh, no, it's more like uh, was it Life is Beautiful, where it just gets worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. And worse. Yeah. Or Requiem for a Dream, where you're just yeah. like, hey, this movie's pretty good. <laughs> or they, or they, they should hand out buttons at the end of the movie that are like, be nice to me, I just saw this movie. Yeah. <laughs> they just, as you're walking out, they give you an emotional support animal. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. Yeah. Here, have a peacock. Don't worry about it. Oh, man. Um, are, you, are you caught up with Ted Lasso? Yeah. <sighs> Dude, so the last episode of Ted Lasso I saw was when uh, Wonder Kid, like, flips his shit on the uh, ball boy at the end. Mm, So I haven't seen the—I know there's one episode after that one I haven't seen. All right. Well, uh, we will discuss that next Next week. week. Uh, Anyone see Shang-Chi yet? Is it on HBO Max? Uh, no, it is not. Uh, it's not going to be on Disney Plus for another thirty something days, I think. Then the answer is no. Okay. Uh, I was telling last week. I, I told the guys that uh, the kids stayed over at Grandma's house, and then before we went to pick them up, uh, we found a showing that had two seats sold in it at like nice. nine in the morning. Mm-hmm. So we were like, "Screw it, let's go!" And yeah, there was six people in the theater for the showing and it ruled like it was awesome. Yeah. So I hear, I hear it's uh, like an amazing movie. It's really good. It's really good. 
uh, the CG gets a little bullshit at some points, but the movie's strong enough to overcome it. Like, nice. It's 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 really solid. I would I would say it makes a strong top ten MCU case. Nice. So yeah, M- maybe the best like hero introduction movie they've made. It's a good good way to start yeah. off the next phase of the Marvel movie. Totally. Totally. Yeah, it, it made you you leave the theater feeling very comfortable that they're that they know what they're doing. It was one of the cuz like I'll be honest, after Black Widow, I'm sitting there like, fuck, what are these guys doing? Like do they <laughs> not even know? Like, you know, and you're reading about the movies that are coming and and you're watching these Disney Plus shows and it's like, man, I can see how this goes so bad. You know, like this is going to be such a bummer when they don't know what the fuck they're doing and they're releasing all this bullshit. But then Shang-Chi drops and you're like, oh, they got it. They they know what they're doing. Like, <laughs> OK, I, I feel way better about this now. So, uh, yeah. So uh, I'm very excited to talk with you guys about that once you can see it. But I totally get not wanting to go to the movie theater to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, gentlemen, anything else you want to discuss? Um, I don't know if you watched it. I know I was bring talking to Shannon a little bit about it before we start, but I watched uh, *Malignant*. On oh HBO no! So what is that? I, I haven't even heard about it until it dropped this weekend, and like everyone on my timeline's been talking about *Malignant*. So what is that movie? All right, so it is. I'm trying to remember the guy's name, the director. It's made by. He's the like creator of like Saw insidious the conjuring like all of those movies like he's basically mm-hmm. like the current era like you know like father of horror he's stuff. like so, this generation's west craven yeah um so it's his new movie i knew nothing about it going into it i i kept seeing commercials for it on hulu and mm-hmm. stuff and i was like all right i mean it looks like a generic ass like horror movie or whatever and then i saw it was like made by him and i'm like all right, like, and it looks shot really well and stuff. Like, it looks really nice. So I was like, all right, like, I'll check it out. And it's labeled as a horror. Like, it's not scary. The movie's not scary at all. If anything, it's more kind of, like, sci-fi horror, like, kind of weird. And it just kind of starts out like a basic kind of, like, 80s horror. Like, takes a lot of inspiration from, like, Jeepers Creepers and, like, that, like, 80s, like, genre of kind of, like, slasher horror or, like, whatever. And then, like, Twin Peaks kind of trying to figure out like what's going on and stuff. And then the last half hour of that movie, at first you're like, all right, this is pretty decent. Like, I kind of wonder where this is going. I think I know where this is going. And then like the last half hour of the movie, the like reveal hits and you're like, what the fuck is going on? And then the entire last half hour of that movie is just batshit insane. And I was not expecting it. It's, never been done in any other horror movie that i've seen and that shit insane in a good way or yes. like or like this in a like, like in like a like this entire concept is ridiculous and they like 200 percent like owned it and were like well we're gonna, just gonna push it all the way and they did so it's like that b movie like level of like what the fuck this is amazing mm-hmm. like if they hadn't hit the gas on it it would have like not had the same impact but because they really like went for it it's like okay like that's fucking hilarious and like mm-hmm. crazy and i've never seen this before um 
So it's definitely worth a watch at least okay. once. Like I probably wouldn't ever like watch it, but like I said, the way it's shot, like a lot of the camera shots, but very beautiful. Like CGI and stuff in it is questionable at times, <laughs> but the in but the ending of it though, like all of a sudden, like what was questionable about it, like really makes sense towards the end, which is also strange because like did the CGI in this is like really bad. And then you, like, figure out what's going on, and you're like, all right, I guess that kind of makes sense. Like, why? It seemed really <laughs> shitty, like, in the entire movie, but... All right. But, yes. Yeah, it was super good. I uh, actually hit up Steve on Twitter, because I was like, dude, he has to have watched this, and I want to know what he thinks. And he was on the same table as me. It's like, it's not a good movie, but it's a very entertaining movie. And it was nuts at the end. And I'm like, yep, that's all I wanted to make sure. So, all right. I, but I even told Shannon, I think Shannon could watch it because it's not, there's no jump scares. There's no, it's not really scary. It's just more like weird than anything. Is it more like just like dread horror than. Yeah, it's more just like. Because that's how it kind of tricks you is, you know, it starts out because the general premise, if you don't know, is this woman and like she's had a bunch of miscarriages and her husband's like abusive and whatever. And then this like grudge looking thing and like a trench coat, like like butchers her husband, like breaks his fucking neck, like murders him and like (laughs) goes to like attack her. Mm -hmm. And it's like killing people, but it's like targeted people so they're trying to figure out what's the connection between all these people and like why is it going after them and what's the relation to her and like why is it like coming after her and like what's her involvement with whatever is like killing people and then the cops you know are like oh like this is bullshit you know until like they fight it and then they're like all right we need to figure out what's going on here because this is like some supernatural thing like crawling on the walls and shit and it has like mm-hmm. a shiv thing that's like stabbing people to death like brutally and stuff so all right mm. i'm i'm interested i will say that shannon you got anything else you want to add before we close no all right well then justin why don't you uh, lean on in there and uh, take us out of here you know what, guys? <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to another episode of that Pixel Life podcast. We got, you want to talk spoilers about What If or Ted Lasso? Not before Shannon catches up, but you can do it in the spoiler section on the Discord. We also got some just general chatting and stuff going on. And, you know, if you're on iTunes, give us a review. Tell us what you like, what you don't like, what you want to hear more from. And, uh, Zach, if Robbie, what do you think Robbie would say? Robbie would say, hey, guys, go be great. And Atlanta still has a chance this season. (laughs) It's only one game. It's only one game. But in his final words, I found an ace that I could keep. You got to know when to hold them. Know when to fold them. 